0: hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to taylor's cold takes my name is taylor main and i'm the host of this podcast and yeah let's just get straight into this um get the easy stuff first is the first episode of the podcast um if it's not obvious already this is a sport podcast We'll we cover all sports news and action sports media everything here every single week and um let's get um some of the bias stuff out of the way that we know what of i am obviously for I'm a Mets fan, I'm from New York. And um, most of my teams are from New York. New York Giants, you can see that stuff around the room too. Big New York Giants fan for basketball, I'm a Knicks fan. And then um, for college football, I'm an LSU fan. And uh, there's a couple other teams that I support. Notre Dame, UNC, FSU. But uh, those are my teams, and uh, I'll talk more about me ranting about those teams later within the episode, but welcome to the first episode of Taylor's Cold Takes. And uh, we're gonna get this started off with talk some MLB talk. That's the least amount of talk we're gonna have considering the season's coming to, an, it's coming to a close and it's not really exciting, it's kind of boring at this time of year, especially when you're a Mets fan. But let's hop right into this. Um, Today, actually, the Rays just clinched their playoff berth Um, I can say that everybody pretty much thought that they were gonna make the playoffs again this year But I think they're having a way better year than everybody expected Especially training away Blake Snell getting rid of those key players that brought you to the World Series just a year ago And they're here with literally no names doing the same thing over again They're so good analytically their rookies are insane. Wander Franco is a prodigy and uh, It's very exciting watching them play um some uh just going to the hard stuff right now nl east (sighs) possibly the crappiest division in baseball everything's crazy in there right now i mean are any of these teams true playoff teams is what i find myself asking and when the braves are healthy yes when the mets are healthy yes the phillies I don't think if the Mets and Braves are healthy, they're even in the conversation for the best in this division. But with the injuries the Mets and the Braves are facing right now, they're in a pretty good spot right now. Braves still hold that number one spot in the division. Phillies are creeping up. Um, It's going to be a very, very close race. I don't even know how much games are left in this season, but only a week or two left. And so it's going to come down to the wire. Uh, That wild card. It's another very interesting thing. You have about five teams going for it. Phillies and Braves will be in um, contention for that, whichever one falls out of the NL East champion. And um, other teams, St. Louis, um, Dodgers or Giants are going to be one of of them. They'll be the number one seed whoever wins that NL West championship title. So they have that first wild card already locked. So it's really just that second wild card spot that everybody is fighting for five teams are fighting for. St. Louis, the Padres, Cincinnati Reds, Phillies, Braves, they they are all fighting for that spot. And um, it's kind of difficult to say who I want to have it, who I think will come up with it. I think Cincinnati comes up with it, and I think they are going to shock a lot of people if they do get into that playoff position. Padres have just played so, so bad the second half. And um, it's it's not the same team that we saw a year ago when they were just exciting explosive you know beginning of the year they were like that but then you darvish starts really really sucking when this whole substance crackdown comes down and people aren't allowed to use their sticky stuff and you has definitely been someone who has fallen for that and he has struggled mightily and it's it's honestly sad to watch him feel like that and then just the other day, that incident between Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis going at it in the dugout, yelling at each other. And these are the two stars of their franchise and they're arguing and yelling. Just shows how much tension is really in that clubhouse right now. They're fighting for a wild card spot. Tatis is still fighting for the MVP, which I don't even think he's going to win. I think Bryce Harper has that in the bag. But Tatis, injury prone, hasn't played fantastic in that playing outfield and switch to sword stop I don't think it's really working for him, and uh, a lot of drama with that team right now and if they don't make it I think they're gonna be in a very similar situation with the Mets I won't talk about the Mets yet I'm gonna talk about the AL wild card right now and actually I'm just gonna talk about the three AL East teams that are going to be fighting for that spot because Rays have the vision in the bag we get the Blue Jays, the Yankees, and the Red Sox fighting for those two wild card spots, and I think those are the two teams that are going to get it. And uh, which two teams do I think it's going to be? The Blue Jays are just electrifying. They're young, they're explosive, they're fun. The Yankees, they got that. They got those power hitters, man, and they again the postseason they're going to be dangerous like always. Um, I do think the Red Sox. Are the weakest in that threesome of teams. They're playing the New York Mets right now as I speak. But uh, I think the Blue Jays and the Yankees come up with that, those two wild card spots. Red Sox were the hottest team in baseball to begin the season, besides the Giants. And they really fell off the second half. Had some injuries, didn't really really heat up the way they wanted him to. It's it's hard to say when a team starts off that high and they fall off a cliff like this, but I think it's gonna be Yankees, Blue Jays for that wild card spot. And that's gonna be a fantastic wild card game. Can't wait for that action. But that's who I think is gonna fall on for that wild card spot. Most of the other divisions have already been settled got the Astros they're gonna win their division it's um rest of the, it's all kind of boring so I'm guess it's time to talk about my New York Mets and how just the one word I can describe them with right now is just unwatchable I've beginning the year you cannot stop me from watching a Mets game I was on it I wanted to watch our guys play I want to watch Lindor play then, DeGrom gets injured, Lindor gets injured for a, a pretty decent amount of time, no Syndergaard the whole year. It's... And I can't say I've actually tried, I went out of my way to watch them That's since that Yankee series for the 9-11, the 9-11 series, that series was electric. And the Mets, they won um, those games, and we really thought we were gonna get right back into it, go to St. Louis and get sweat. That's when I—that's when I thought the season was over. Technically, we're not eliminated yet. Season's over. Season's over for the Mets, and uh, it's really hard because Pete Alonso, step it out, man, the second half. Comes out after the home run derby and has one of the best second halves in all of baseball. Cranking home runs. The man is so good at hitting bombs, and it's disappointing to see him play so good. And we're just gonna miss the playoffs again. And Javi Baez, when we first made the trade, I was excited. First two weeks we had, had Javi, he was really struggling. So much swing and miss, and I was like, I don't know how to feel. These last couple of weeks, we have had an MVP caliber Javi Baez. Like he has been the best of the three Chicago Cubs players that got traded off. He's been the best with their new team. He was supposed he played like that 2015 Cespedes for us, and we couldn't make it work. Which angers me so much. Javi put on a show for New York. And I really hope he comes back in the offseason, because Steve Cohen. Talk about the money, baby. Let's go get these big money guys. Set our two, our the, get the best middle infield of baseball. I mean, you have Lindor at short and Javi at second base for the next decade. You are set. You are set. That sells the tickets if the tickets aren't being sold already. Biggest problem for the Mets is that probably third base. Don't really know how, what they're going to do about that in the offseason, but. Enough Mets talk, season's over. Very frustrating season. Let's end it there with the MLB talk. Let's go into arguably probably the most exciting sport to talk about. College football, baby. I mean, it is exciting. Every single week, absolute chaos. Every single week and it's so much fun to watch. That Alabama Gators game, so good. One big issue with it though, I know they said Richardson was injured man's doing front flips before the game. You want to tell me that man's injured and he's doing front flips for the crowd before the game. That does not seem like that big of an injury to not play against the number one college football team in America. Like this is your chance. You're in the swamp. Play the better quarterback. Emery Jones is not that guy. He's not. Florida will not be a top contender So they realize that and they start starting Richardson I don't buy I get that there was a little bit of hamstring strain there but again doing front flips man you can go out and play football <laughs> and uh, it really frustrated me frustrated me when Dan Mullen even came out and just said he's not playing unless Emory Jones gets hurt and uh, I, I like the confidence confidence in Jones but you want to be the best college football team in America you got to start the better guys. That's how it works. And I think Richardson is the better guy. Next on my list of things to talk about for college football, Ole Miss, baby. Matt Corral is that guy. He is that guy. He is going to win the Heisman this year. He is my pick to win the Heisman. This offense is incredible. One of the, like, Lane Kiffin, my God, man. He is going out there and the offense is putting up points. Matt Corral is amazing. Again, it was only against Tulane, but you can can see the talent there and you can just tell this this kid is gonna be it. He's gonna be it. And he's probably gonna be the number one quarterback selected in this upcoming draft. Who's gonna select it? I don't know yet. The offense able to do well enough to defeat Auburn. And uh, next up, LSU, my college football team that I claim, I've been a fan longer than before Joe Burrow. I was a fan, I started being a fan two years before Joe Burrow, so don't give me the bandwagon stuff. This team is not as bad as some people think. Max Johnson is a pretty decent quarterback. And these young receivers that we have are pretty nice. Smith had some pretty amazing touchdowns. He's gonna be very good. Boutet though is gonna be that guy for LSU. I see a lot of Jamar, Chase, Odell, Beckham splashes in there. He gets me really excited. And we not we may not be one of those big teams in college football right now, but it's still a fun team to watch. And I it's it's clearly not our year compared to these other teams and how they are right now, but I am happy with this LSU team, and I think they're going to give us some good games this year. Next, the downfall of FSU. <sighs> 0-3. 0-3. The loss to Jacksonville State. What is going on, Florida State? What is going on? You came out week one, and you put one a game for the ages against Notre Dame. And then you come out week two and blow that game. And then you go against It's 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 a frustrating team to watch. And they they really we really thought that they were just gonna be a different team. It was gonna be a different feel this year. We get some Kenzie Mill in action, you know? We'll actually see some good. It's been a downfall since week one, and uh very frustrating to watch. Now let's hop into probably the most thing for me to talk about: NFL season. Let's do a little recap of week two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Usually I would start with the Thursday night football game, but because it's the Giants, I'm gonna wait. They're, we're gonna talk about them last. Um, let's talk about the big games. Let's hop right Ravens-Chiefs. Oh my God! Lamar Jackson beautiful put on a show they really showed the world that they are still a Contender and they went out there and beat the number one team in football, which I don't agree with Um, but Great win for the Ravens Um, Other games that were played you got the Jets absolutely struggling against the Patriots four interceptions for Wilson I'm not going to overreact and say he is absolutely horrible, and he is not the guy for the Patriots, but didn't look good, I'll just say that. Let's talk about the other rookie quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Another shaky week for him. Not really showing much yet. He started the game off pretty hot, but really haven't seen that Trevor Lawrence that we saw College, but I'm sure we will get it soon. I'm not overreacting at all on him. Best college football quarterback recruit since Peyton Manning. Don't overreact. Justin Fields just announced today that he will be starting this week against the Cleveland Browns. That will be an interesting game. We'll talk more about that in the week three preview, but that's exciting. He had a pretty eh, shaky, he got thrown in because of the Dalton injury. Um, didn't look that great. Still pulled the win out. But again, Cincinnati just wasn't it. Joe Burrow struggled. Um, not worried about Cincinnati. I feel like Cincinnati is just such a young team. And I have faith in that team. I'll talk more about that in the preview. Next, um, we got the, uh... Cowboys Chargers wasn't able to watch most of this game came down to the line Cowboys were able to take away the win Justin Herbert didn't play his best looking at the stat sheet Dak had a pretty decent game Zeke 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 is struggling right now Zeke is struggling mightily and just like last year is the Zeke train leaving it already left I was off that thing last year. Zeke is not it anymore. It's 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 disappointing to say the least. Um, we got the Falcons-Tampa game where Tampa just beat up the Falcon. I know some Falcons fans have been saying, "Oh, there was a little comeback." I think no, there wasn't. Okay, you guys never had a chance. All right, never. Okay, <laughs> it was not a good performance. Rams, Colts, Rams able to come away that one. That was a close one as well. Matthew Stafford didn't play his best. Cooper Cup though. I'll talk this more about the fantasy football segment. Has been going off, and I love it. Got on my fantasy team. Talk more about that later. And then uh, Cardinals, stay hot. They win their next game because of the Vikings choking. Cardinals probably shouldn't have won that game, but you got away with it. Um... That's all I don't want to talk about for week two. Those are only interesting things. Let's talk about the game that I said I was going to talk about first. Giants-Washington. Another week, another Giants choke. It's painful watching this team. Very similar to the Mets. Borderline unwatchable. But the Mets had this game in the bag. They had it. Daniel Jones' best start in his career. And you mess it up. Offensive line still does not look good. But Daniel Jones showed something and gets a really, really good defense against Washington. And ah, very frustrating, lots. Very frustrating. Barkley looked better. He's going to get, I think they're going to give him the full load next game. But I didn't give him the full load this game at all. Had the one long run looked good. Besides that, offensive line didn't help him out much. The slate and drop. Got to catch that was in your hands you gotta catch it i don't want to hear anybody say that was daniel jones fault i don't want to hear it that's on slayton and slayton alone um sterling Shepard has been that guy for the giants so far so consistent so consistent um he's gonna i think he's gonna have a a big week against the falcons can he call that where you at man where are you at like, you had a couple drops. Like, come on. I saw you yelling at Danny. Don't yell at Danny. He's the one playing good. <sighs> Kenny, I love you, but I need to see it. I need to see it. Let's talk about the Kadarius Tony drama. Has negative two yards two weeks into the season. did get a single target last game. I don't know what's going on with that. I really, really don't but I'm hoping against a really bad team, the Falcons, he gets some um, targets. Defense did not look its best. Defense has been a struggle uh, so far on the season, and uh, that's the thing that we thought we were gonna be able to lean on going into the season. So it doesn't feel good knowing that they've been the ones struggling. Um, Then uh, Graham Gano just had a game for his life and uh that's all we can talk about for the that game let's talk about the Washington side Terry McLaurin yeah Terry scary Terry Heineke played really good (sighs) that throw to McKissick and that throw to the back of the end zone were incredible I'll give him that not saying he is a NFL starting quarterback not saying it good game though um Week three preview, let's hop into the predictions. Let's just get right back into the Giants. Giants are winning this game. The Giants are going to win this game. And if they don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. This should be Saquon's game. This is one of the worst defenses in the NFL. If you are not giving Saquon the full load during this game, I don't know what you're doing, Giants. Give Saquon the ball. Daniel Jones is gonna probably have another game that is going to break all of his previous game records i think he's going to go off along with Barkley hopefully tony gets the yards going hopefully our defense gets a break here and starts playing good against a bad offense only really have to worry about ridley and Pitts. and yeah matt ryan he's not the same matt ryan next game panthers texans Panthers are winning this. Panthers are hot right now. Sam Darnold is good. Christian McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey. They're winning this game against the Texans. They have Mills starting, not Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is injured, so the rookie, Mills, is getting that start. Panthers win. Next, Saints-Pats. This is an interesting game. I think the Patriots come out with this one. I think Mac Jones shows that spark that all these scouts saw. Coming into the draft, the reason why the Patriots drafted him. I think Bill Belichick is going to coach an amazing game, and I think Mac Jones is going to have an amazing game. Patriots win. Colts versus Titans. Titans win. Stay hot against the Colts. Colts looked good against the Rams. Titans. Derrick Henry is hot, and when Derrick Henry gets hot, you can't stop him. Give me the Titans. Next. Chargers versus Chiefs. This is going to be a light show, ladies and gentlemen. Two of the brightest stars at the quarterback position in the NFL. It's going to be touchdowns after touchdowns. I think Chiefs come up with a win because they got the better quarterback at the end of the day. It's going to be a good game, though. Next, Bengals, Steelers. This is my upset of the week. Told you I like those Bengals. Give me the Bengals over the Steelers. Why are you choosing the Bengals over the Steelers? Steelers defense looks shaky. Well, I won't say shaky. T.J. Watt has been T.J. Watt. So they have looked good. Melvin Gordon also played pretty good. I think they're gonna have a shaky game against the Bengals, which is surprising considering their offensive line sucks But it's football anything can happen. That's my prediction But the Steelers offense is absolutely horrible so far into the season Ben Roethlisberger This better be your last year in the NFL because I don't know how much longer I can watch this You struggle against a iffy Raiders defense and now you're going against a division rival who I think is gonna bring you all that smoke. And I think the Steelers are gonna overlook this game. I think they have it in the back and they're gonna choke it. I have the Bengals winning this game. Joe Burrow is gonna beat Joe Burrow that we saw at LSU. And he's gonna throw a couple touchdowns. And Chase, so far, two touchdowns in a season. Two games. I think he scores two touchdowns in one game this game. I think he's gonna be matched up against Joe Caden, probably. Browns versus Bears. I think the Browns have this one in the bag, but Big question mark for this game, is OBJ playing? I hope he is, because I need my OBJ back. I need to see OBJ ball. Miss him from New York, and uh, he's had two weeks off. I think he could have played against the Texans. The team just decided not to play him because they wanted to make sure he was fully healthy for a game like this. OBJ plays. I think he scores. I think he. I don't, I won't say he has a touchdown. I think he has a good game, because I don't know if they're going to give him straight up that workload that a normal receiver would get. But I want OBJ back. I don't think it really de- is a decision maker for who wins this game. Browns win this game. Um, next, Ravens-Lions, Ravens-W. That's all the explanation I need to give. Next, Cardinals versus Jacksonville. Cardinals stay hot and they win against the rookie quarterback. This might be another Chandler Jones killer game. Next, Washington versus the Bills. This game going to be good. I think it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be a real defensive game. But at the end of the day, who has the better quarterback? Bills do. Josh Allen. They win this game. It's going to come down to the line, though, I think. Raiders, Dolphins, Raiders, W, I think. Raiders, everyone is underestimating me. I'm a big John Gruden fan. I'm a big John Gruden fan. I love watching him coach. Derek Carr leads the league in passing yards. He goes against a, a uh, Dolphins team that isn't feeling it right now. They, they lost Tua. Uh, I don't think they're going to be that excited coming into this. I think the Raiders win this game. Next, Jets, Broncos. Broncos stay hot and they're going to kill the New York Jets. I think Cortland Sun's going to have another killer game. Jets aren't going to be able to keep up with them. Next, the game of the week Bucks versus the Rams. Everyone's gonna be watching this game. It's gonna be a good one. So who do I have winning this game? I think the Bucks like their first loss of the season and I have the Rams winning. Why is that? Matthew Stafford is my MVP pick. I know everybody's going with Kyler right now. I picked Matthew Stafford at the beginning of the season I'm sticking with it. Matthew Stafford's gonna have a great game Cooper Cup My man is gonna stay hot and I think uh, the Bucks suffer their first loss. And I think uh, my um, two picks to win AFC and NFC are Browns, Rams. I think that's who's going to end up in the Super Bowl. Um, I think the Rams end up winning the Super Bowl overall. Those are just my predictions for the beginning of the year. So this is what I'm saying when I'm throwing this out there. But, you know, the Rams, I think they got this in the bag. This should be a home game for the Rams. Against a Tom Brady led Bucs team. It's gonna be fun. I think the Rams take it though. Next, Seahawks Vikings. Two bad losses for these teams last week. Seahawks suffered the game winning field goal against the Titans, and uh, the Vikings shanked the kick to win the game in their last week. So are having it i think it's russell wilson Russ early season mvp is going to be back he's going to have one of those games where like oh he's going to win mvp but then he ends up choking at the end of the season but he's going to have one of those games always starts hot to begin the season against a weak vikings team gimme russ and the seahawks packers 49ers this one's a little interesting for me and uh because we had the that struggling packers team week one that we got this the regular packers week too who do i think we get this week regular packers i think they win against the 49ers um why jimmy g jimmy g has not been that good yet this year i think he's going to continue to struggle and i think uh green bay is going to win this one next sunday night football or no, something that was a sunday night football game monday night football is Eagles versus the Cowboys my two most hated teams so honestly I hope they both just die but I don't think it's going to happen I think the Cowboys come out with this win the Cowgirls are going to win this one just because the Eagles are the worst team in this division they are and uh I know everyone's saying Joe Jalen Hurts started off so good shush 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 he is not it he is not it. You wanna label me as a Jalen Hurts hater? Label me it, cause I am. That's what it is. I'm a Jalen Hurts hater. And I have him losing to the Cowboys in this Monday Night Football game. Next, some fantasy football talk, baby. Everybody loves fantasy football. Gives us joy, gives us hatred, gives us sadness. Nothing better in this world than fantasy football. Um, my picks for this week, I have one of my leagues, Stafford, and I just picked up Daniel Jones. Who am I starting this week? I got Daniel Jones starting because I said he's going to tear apart that Falcons defense. And I think just because, I know I said, I think Stafford's going to have a great game. Not as good as a game as Daniel Jones is going to have. So I do have Daniel Jones as a sneaky pick to be quarterback number one. And I think he's one of the number one ranked quarterbacks for fantasy football this year, which is just, I love to see that, you know, as a Jones fan, I just love to see that. And I'm gonna pick my boy, I'm gonna hope he stays hot. And uh, so that's one of them. A lot of people have been saying they're picking O'Bron down more. And I absolutely agree with that. I have him starting in one of my leagues. Another the guy that I'm going to uh, say to watch out for is um, I know he's going against my Giants. I think Kyle Pitts is finally going to start shining. I really hope he is. And um, I really need him to, and I really hope he does some people that I'm staying away from. I was gonna see Antonio Brown, but I don't think he's even gonna play this weekend because he got COVID. I started him last week after having an incredible week one and uh, he struggled mightily, lost me my uh, game last week. So that was, it was sad. It was very sad and uh, yeah, got a little hatred towards Antonio Brown right now. And I was, something I'll say right now, I was very high on two players coming into this fantasy football season. Michael Carter and Elijah Moore. I thought they were going to be the guys from the New York Jets. Now seeing that the New York Jets are just a burning pile of garbage, I think these two players are still good. No way they succeed with this offense. Stay away from the New York Jets football players. Just stay away from them. Just do yourself a favor. Stay away. And um, that's all that I have written down to talk about. Um, I hope you all enjoyed watching this episode, the first episode of Taylor's Cold Takes. And uh, I look to be doing this every single week. Thank you all so much for watching. See you here next week.